Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. On this episode, we have a returning guest on Trench Yet, Senator Ted Cruz. Also, we speak with Luis LaRota. He's a candidate running for Texas State Representative in District 148. We'll have all that and also talk uh, a bit about the Joker movie and also thoughts on the uh, NBA and China. So stick around and enjoy this episode of Trend Chat. of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, I think I'm running out. I'm, I, I got to start getting better at this. I'm forgetting all the social media. So, but um, yeah, all the same name is at TrendChat247 across the board. So you don't have to look for uh, a different one for this social media platform or, or whatnot. Also, we're on TrendChat247.com. Also, on all well, most popular podcast outlets, whether it's uh, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're on all 
I keep I said all and then I had to preface it and then I had to go back and say no no it's most because I know there's some um that you know some popular ones that we're not on like one or two but I but we're on most of them let's put it that way um, I definitely want to mention that especially for people who may be listening for the first time if so thank you but also you know go back and listen to the previous what 155 episodes <laughs> so but I appreciate you listening and so like I said in the beginning we're gonna we're gonna have our interview with um, Senator Ted Cruz also with uh, Luis LaRota as well but um, this past weekend it's and well I guess in talking about those interviews because those were um, conducted at the Texas Young Republicans convention this past weekend which I was um, a part of and and had a great time um, down in Houston and with the with all the you know everything that was going on um, matter of fact I guess I've mentioned right now when you hear the interview with um, Senator Cruz it's going to sound like I was in the middle of a party which actually I guess you could say I was because um, we did the interview right in the middle of a reception that was going on. We're close to the end of it, but um, so just to let you know right now, you go, <laughs> it's it's going to be immersive. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be an immersive sound. So it's gonna it's gonna make you feel like you're right there at <laughs> at the reception. That's that that's what we planned on when we did it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're gonna say. So, <laughs> but um, I think you would enjoy it. So. But before we get to that, I, I did want to mention about first off. Well, first, before we even get to that, just um, want to mention about 1776united.com. Because, again, I definitely want to do it on this episode for people who maybe are listening. You know, they see Senator Ted Cruz. They want to <laughs> definitely are listening in, which I know. Because last time we had Senator Cruz on, that was a very popular episode. So I want to make sure everyone know about these um, podcast partners that I have as well. So one of them is 1776united.com. And you can just look up, go to their website. And like it, again, it's 1776united.com. Uh, great patriotic gear, mugs, accessories, shirts, you know, you name it it's there check them out and if you put in the code trend chat which is the name of this podcast you can get 20 percent off on your purchase and again the code is trend chat which you know just look at the name of this uh of this podcast that's the code for um 1776united.com and appreciate them for supporting us so so i went to see this joker movie which um Actually, I was not planning on seeing it. I don't know. I forgot. Where was I? I was somewhere where, um, where I forgot where I was. Speaking of where I'm, where I'm at, we're broadcasting. I haven't said this in a while, but I want to mention we're broadcasting in Mississippi today. Um, we're about, I don't know. We like right in the middle of mississippi so we're if you know where jackson mississippi is we're like 100 miles north of there and what maybe maybe another 100 miles south of memphis <laughs> so i because i 
I'm saying that because I, off the top of my head, I don't remember where exactly this town or city that I'm at. So yeah, but we're in Mississippi. That's where we're broadcasting from right, <laughs> right now. But speaking of, um, speaking of that, I don't know where I was. I forgot. Um, when Joker was playing, uh, oh, oh, I was down in Houston. Yeah, I forgot because I was there for the for the convention, and I got there pretty early. So I, yeah, so I went to check out the movie. Anyway. I think I mentioned before on previous episodes about how um, the Joker movie is causing a lot of controversy because um, uh, they they feel like it may um, incite violence, um, or they feel like that it um, because of the subject matter and what uh, what the movie is, um, is showing throughout. Uh, this basically is considered to be somewhat of a origin story of the joker one of the most you know iconic uh, villains in comic books you know especially you know especially when it comes to batman and and all that so anyway went to see it um it's definitely (laughs) i would say it's not a fun movie to watch um you're you're not gonna walk out of it thinking um say oh man that was a very uplifting movie no that it's definitely not that unless you are a psychopath so if put it this way if you're walking out that man like man i feel great now okay might want to keep an eye on you (laughs) because um yeah it's um it's it's pretty dark and it's i guess you could say disturbing (laughs) in a way um that being said it was definitely well um, put together and what you were hearing at least if you were paying attention to any of the um, I guess um, reviews even though you had critics that were saying what I, what I was saying earlier about feeling that um, maybe this is a little controversial you did still have a lot of critics who you know said that it was a very well made film and were giving it some Oscar buzz as far as best pictures, you know, best actor for uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who is playing a joke, the Joker in this movie. Uh, well, his name is Arthur Fleck, but, um, in the movie. And, um, and all of that, after watching it, I, I would agree. It was definitely a, a very well made film. Again, Joaquin Phoenix did a, uh, definitely a great job. If, and, it wouldn't surprise me. I would think it actually is, um, it's fitting for him to win an Oscar, just like Heath Ledger won for playing the Joker, um, some years ago. So, but that being said, I say all this because I don't think it's going to win anything. Oh, let me take that back. It might win something. But I don't think it's going to win like the big awards, at least when we're talking about Oscars, um, whether it's best picture or if anything, maybe best actor. Maybe um, people would just look at what Joaquin Phoenix did and just focus on that as opposed to the rest of the film. And if anyone to me has the best shot of winning anything, it probably will be Joaquin Phoenix to win best actor but the other big awards like best picture and all that I don't I think that's 
the chances are getting slimmer. Um, and I think they're, I don't think it's going to win personally. And not because, not because it's, um, not a good film. For one, I will say because these same critics that are out there, and it's a good number of them, they're, I feel like their criticism of this film is not so much that they disagree with what the reasoning and I guess the logic that the Joker has. I think they don't like it because the Joker is a villain. If you put the same mentality behind the I guess you would say that you know, like the hero of the of the film, um, and they they weren't viewed in a negative light. The same reason, same logic, and everything, minus you know the minus the death that comes with it. If you put all of that minus the death again to a uh, to I guess the hero of the film. I keep wanting to use the words protagonist and antagonist. I keep forgetting which one is which off the top of my head. And every time I do it, I tend to flip it around and I mess it up. So I'm just going to use hero and villain right now. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, if it was behind the hero of the, of the film, I think these critics will have a much um, more positive light on this film. But because it's wrapped up, behind someone who is um who basically has taken all of this throughout the film and turned out to be a psychopathic killer or whatever you know again like becoming one of the most iconic villains in the comic book history because it's it's wrapped in that story i think these critics don't like that because it really because <laughs> it, it it shows the it shows what their their logic and reasoning um, can come to, and I think that's the reason why a lot of uh, these these critics are saying all these um, negative. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're all negative reviews, but they're showing so much concern. Because um, in the movie, I'm not gonna this no spoilers in this, but because um I'm just saying as far as again like what the um author fleck in this movie what he goes through and becoming the joker and his logic behind his turn to villainy and his sense of entitlement which comes through i would say you know at, well you hear it throughout the movie and he has this sense of entitlement and and i think a lot of a lot of these critics and again you know these critics are pretty much very liberal progressive or whatever left leaning and so they have you know they agree with it's that sense of entitlement so they i'm pretty sure they probably agree with what he says but because the outcome at the end they probably like oh well we don't want want people to see our ideology come out to that extreme (laughs) so but um I mean, I would just say this is like I said, this is no spoilers about this. When I'm talking about the whole sense of entitlement, 
I would just say one thing uh, that kind of is a theme, I guess, of the movie would would be this sense of I deserve to be treated nicely. You know, <laughs> like I'm entitled to be treated nicely just because. Now, look, you everyone should be nice. Everyone should treat people with respect and dignity and all that. That's that's what everyone should do. But you're not entitled to it. And because you're not getting it doesn't give you a um, the excuse to flip out or whatever. So that's what I'm saying. So stuff like that. Um, but a lot of liberals feel that way. They feel entitled. Like I should, you know, these are the same people who feel like, but simply because I feel that way, I should, you know, change genders or whatever. Or it just, I, um, because of how I feel, um, that's why I should get free everything. You hear it all, all the time in all these debates, everything that they, these Democrats are proposing is based on how people feel. They should get a, they, they should have a, what they call a living wage because they feel that they need to get, should have it because simply for being here. So, so, so yeah, that's what I think what, um, a lot of these critics, I feel like that's where they're coming from. And, and for that, that's where I think it's not going to win because they're going to hold that against them. The, you know, all of that, um, what they consider controversial, um, and they're, they're not going to um, give it its, its due. Unfortunately, I hope they, you know, prove me wrong, but I don't think they are. Cause I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is the same woke culture that <laughs> director Todd Phillips <laughs> spoke about. And that's also another reason why I don't think it will win because, um, the director, Todd Phillips had some comments that, you know, the, the, the woke people out there, which are most of these critics and most of these critics are who are out there going to be voting for the Oscars, Golden Globes, whatever. Um, he had some not so nice comments about, um, about all of that in regards to comedy. And so I think they're going to hold that against them. Um, also, something that kind of came out well you have to have seen the movie but now um in the movie again this is no spoiler what i'm just gonna i'm just mentioning this it's in the movie it's not a spoiler or anything but um oh i forgot um the song by gary glitter um i, I forgot the name of it now but it's it's basically it's the song that you used to hear all the time at sporting events and uh, um, hey, I mean, I have to do that because I don't have <laughs> have the rights or anything like that to play the song. But, but you know, if you know that song, and plus that's kind of funny to hear me try to hum it either. <laughs> so, hey, and so yeah, that's it. That song, <laughs> um, that's that's played throughout. Well, in the movie, um, at a particular scene or whatever. But the simple fact that it was played means that Gary Glitter gets royalties um, for that song. So if you know what I'm talking about and just <laughs> if you recognize that humming I just did, you probably have noticed you haven't heard it at a lot of sporting events in a long time. Because I remember when I saw the movie and I heard that, I'm like, wow, that's a 
Ah, it's been a long time since I heard that song. And then I thought about, oh yeah, now I know why. <laughs> I know why. Cause, um, because, um, uh, he's Gary Glitter, the guy, the guy behind the song has been, um, in, in prison for sexual assault, um, um, you know, pedophilia and, and, and on and on. So that's why a lot of, you know, sports teams, I mean, that's why you don't hear it that much because they don't want to give, um, um, give him any royalties for playing his song. And so that, because that song is in the Joker movie, that is also, that has, you know, stirred up a lot as well. Um, because again, now he's going to make money off of that. And, you know, so like, like I said, all of that put together, I think it's going to hold, um, hope going to be held against this film getting any awards. Unfortunately, um, people tend to not want to separate that. They want to just, you know, put that all together and then judge it with all of that together. And so, yeah, so we'll, um, I think what, like I said, again, I think Joaquin Phoenix will probably win best actor. And that's that'll probably be it as, as far as the major awards, they may win some, um, maybe some secondary awards, awards you don't know that much about, maybe like best editing or something like that. Um, but, um, but when it comes to like, you know, best director, best picture, and those like the major awards, um, that you, that you definitely hear about, um, it, it's probably going to fall short, but so, um, that's what I did before the Texas general Republicans convention. I went to see Joker and, uh, and also while I was there, I got a chance to speak with, uh, Luis Larota and, um, in a very impromptu, um, interview, actually, I didn't, I didn't expect to be interviewing anyone. Actually, I, I knew about maybe the potential of speaking with Senator Cruz, but, uh, I didn't know I'll be speaking with anyone else. So at least I didn't plan on it. That being said, whenever I go to an event, I always make sure to bring my, um, I bring my recorder just in case someone wants to, you know, <laughs> wants to, um, come on or want to you know, do an interview. So this in, you know, in this situation that actually happened. So, well, we're going to get to an interview, um, right after this politics and other stuff. Maybe this is trend chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trend Chat, and we're very pleased to have Luis Lavota with us. He is running for Texas State Representative in District 148. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So I uh, wanted to bring you on, and, um, I, and something you just told me recently, that you're running in a pretty, uh, I guess, quick race in a way because you only have like a very short period of time. So I guess let us know about that. So, yeah, we found out that Jessica Farrar, who's been an incumbent Democrat for 25 years in Houston, announced that she was suddenly resigning her post. So that need created a, 
a need for special election, so to speak. Um, we didn't have much time to decide, but we knew that with the special election rules, there would be an opportunity for the right Republican to flip the seat. Um, I have roots in the district. I grew up in Northline. My father was from Columbia. He worked offshore oil. Uh, my mother worked as a clerk and then in the airline services industry. She was from Honduras. So my parents were both immigrants, and growing up, it was, uh, you know, it was difficult in that neighborhood. Uh, we had a family tragedy. Uh, we had to leave that neighborhood because it was so bad. And um, I went off to the Navy and came back here and ended up in the same district. And uh, when one of my friends from Dallas actually called me, he'd been poking me for years to run for something, he was like, this is a good opportunity. And, you know, it, it felt right. Uh, we didn't have anybody else that we could run within our caucus that we were, really felt strongly about. And uh, I just knew if, if it wasn't anyone else, then it had to be me. In the in the I guess this is the Houston area. This is the district. Matter of fact, for people that don't know, where is um when at one forty eight? So if I had to draw a map, you can start at University of Houston downtown, go north between Hardy Toll Road and forty five up to Parker Road, and then come back down south. Goes in through Independence Heights, Greater Heights, uh, down into the Washington Corridor a bit, uh, Spring Branch on the north side, and going up to ninety to about Tidwell Road. So it's a it's a funky shaped district. Okay, so it's. I guess what is um, particularly your involvement as far as, um, I guess, being a part of the community? Like, what all you've been a part of? Sure. Um, so as soon as I came to Houston, one of the things I got involved in right away was uh, algae biofuels. I was always, uh, I'm a nuclear engineer from the Navy. That's how I got my, my chops in energy. But I was always drawn to, like, advanced energy technology. So uh, I, I got into the nonprofit space working with universities, commercial providers on extracting algae biofuels, creating photobioreactors. And then um, we kind of experienced a little bit of the government uh, pushing at us to, to stay out of the marketplace. So that kind of intrigued me into politics again. Uh, and before that, actually, uh, while I was in California coming out of the military, I had a real estate business, uh, buying and selling real estate. Of course, the economy crashed and took down our portfolio, but the government had a big hand in, in swinging things for the banks over and over again. So I felt that if you didn't get involved, things happen. So getting back to Houston, I got into Harris County Republican politics because I believe in limited government, free markets, personal responsibility. And sure enough, you know, we stuck around long enough, 2011, yeah, since 2011. And uh, I guess what would be your, I guess your platform as far as, um, like you mentioned about being as far as with limited government, I mean, anything in particular as far as in, that has to do with the, in the Houston area? Yeah, so I guess I'll expand upon what, what I was saying about like the community involvement. So I was the chairman of the Republican Liberty Caucus for two years. Um, I worked with the Travis Manning Foundation. It's a veteran-led organization that mentors youth in the community uh, in leadership training skills. And all of that is to say that I think that government doesn't have a role in fixing all parts of our lives. I think if you want to fix things in the community, you have to get involved personally. And, you know, a lot of people think that government has to pull all the strings because government has all the money, but I disagree because if you have the right cause, you can raise the money. So I, I participate heavily in those programs because I don't want to see a government solution. I want to see a nonprofit, a community-led capitalist involvement of people who genuinely care and not have government pull money from our pockets and waste it down the tube. Um, so social justice, I think, has been adulterated into something where the government thinks that they have to, to intervene in everything, and it's pointless because they're wasteful. There's tons of fraud and abuse, uh, things that we all know as Republicans. 
So, for the people that don't know, when is um, when is the special election, and um, as far as uh, yeah, what all the information you know about that? So, it falls on the same day as municipal races, November 5th. Um, we're going to be on the same ballot for the people that live in 148. We're actually number three from the top. We're the Republican ticket. That first appears, thankfully. And um, we hope that it will be a good turnout. Obviously, uh, there have been some controversial things happening here in the city of Houston. If you live here, the county commissioners are uh, Democrat-led, trying to increase our taxes without a vote. And that's actually going to be happening, I don't know, by the time we uh, post this recording, but it, it happens on October 8th. So that kind of intervention by Democrats is what's causing problems at the city level, and now it's transcending into the county. So this affects the entire Harris County, which is massive. So it's time for Republicans to get involved. This is a race we can win, but we have to get in now. I think that the values that we espouse in this campaign are popular with people, they're popular with independents, and Democrats know that their party swung too far left. They don't care about their budgets. They, they want to let everybody into the country and pay for everybody's health care, and there's just untenable ideas that lead down the path to serfdom, as we all know that book. So, so if people want to get involved and want to connect with you on social media, where would they go? So check us out, Louis LaRota for Texas, or uh, at our website, LouisLaRotaForTexas.com. Uh, we have a lot of activity posted there. Uh, we have tons of block walkers, phone bankers. Um, we have had an outpouring of support. We were endorsed by the Harris County Republican Party, the Texas Young Republican Federation, Republican Liberty Caucus, uh, Houston Realty Business Co. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Uh, the gun owners' rights. So we have secured ourselves as a, a a prominent campaign with Republican values. So we encourage people to get involved. I always encourage veterans, especially Hispanic people that need a presence. Yo hablo español, soy colombiano toda la vida, y hondureño, y a mí me importan estos temas, y a todo el mundo que, le, que quiere venir a este país legalmente, va a saber que ese es el mejor país para tener las oportunidades para todo el mundo. So I, I'm saying that this is a great place for people to immigrate to, and they immigrate here because there's opportunities. So I'm all for bringing in more Hispanic people into the party. They have conservative values. They should be in our party. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks. Hey, everybody. It is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. You are listening to Trend Chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe. Come on with it. Thanks to Luis for joining us. And 
you know, um, at the end when he was uh, speaking in, in Spanish, as someone that is, as I mentioned, I think last week <laughs> on my personal Facebook page, you know, I, as a truck driver and it drives all 48 states and, and all that, the, um, <clears throat> I, I tend to go to whether it's to the border down in Texas or um, to, you know, California or just, you know, a lot of places where Spanish tends to be the like the, the I guess the over <laughs> um, is, I guess, is basically the first language in that in the area in a lot of places, especially when I'm delivering to a lot of warehouses and whatnot. And um, a lot of times, I don't know, is it me or what? I don't know. People. I guess they just assume I'm Hispanic. I, I don't know. I, I always get that. A lot of times when I go to a warehouse, they, um, it could be, <laughs> this has happened a number of times where I would arrive and another driver would arrive and we're both walking to the, um, I guess to the front desk or the, um, the shipping, the receiving office or whatever to whether to deliver or pick up a load or whatever. And the other driver could be, black or white it, <laughs> um or just you know darker skin black i guess it, as far as walking in and we could be walking in at the same time and for some reason they was <laughs> they were speak english or not speak at all to that person but yet then they see me right next to them and then start just instantly start speaking spanish like i know what they're talking about <laughs> And like, I, I don't think I look Hispanic, but apparently I do, I guess, especially down there. I, uh, whenever I'm in those areas, I guess, I don't know. That being said, whenever that happens, I just say no. <laughs> um, I, The only little Spanish that I know currently, just like, you know, hablo no espanol, or I just say no espanol. <laughs> and then I thought about it for a second. Like, um, whenever I said it, I'm saying I speak. I speak no Spanish when I say hablo no espanol or just say no espanol. I'm speaking in Spanish saying that I don't speak Spanish. So apparently I, I know some Spanish. It's just very little. So then, so then I had to look that up to actually be accurate in what I'm saying. So now I say hablo more poco espanol. Uh, hablo more poco espanol. See, I even have to repeat it myself because I'm, I'm not fluent in saying that. But that just says I speak very little <laughs> Spanish. So now that's what I say to be more accurate in what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> that just reminded me of that. And so, I mean, I mean, I am trying to learn some Spanish and just because, I mean, um, especially living in Texas uh, to have just to have an idea as, as far as what people are saying. Now, I know the debate comes around like, well, people should learn English. And I agree with that. That being said, if people are going to be speaking a language, you don't have to be Spanish, just any language. Um, and given that, you know, the population that is speaking Spanish is growing, constantly growing, regardless of how you feel about that, because of whether it's about illegal immigration, it's, it's still there. So it's, you know, um, in that, I would like to know what people are saying just for the simple fact. I just want to know if, if they're saying something to hurt me <laughs> or something good or something. You know, I just want to know. I don't want to be out, you know, 
hearing someone speaking, which I mean, look, you're not going to know all the languages, but I'm just saying, you know, in this case, for me personally, if I could go back, I mean, I'm trying to do it now with Spanish, but I think right now, the two languages I think we should be, I, I want to learn at least, and I think it would be very um, beneficial, uh, would be to learn some Spanish and also some Mandarin. Which also, which will come back to that, um, uh, in in a few. Matter of fact, let's um, matter of fact, let's just get into it now because, as as I mentioned um, this weekend, and talking about the podcast with someone, I mean, and which I haven't really thought about it, but you know, the podcast that you're listening to right now is heard around the world. I mean. It is a international podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've looked at the demographics, the locations, I guess, of where, where people are listening. And I have seen that there are people listening in Italy, uh, Germany, um, even Russia. <laughs> so, um, it, what was it? Uh, Japan. Um, uh, what else? Like, um, up United in the UK. Um, yeah, I, I, I look, it might be one person, but Hey, we counting you. If you're listening right now, if you're, um, outside of North America, cause I mean, I, we have, um, people who listen in Canada and Mexico as well. <clears throat> and so, yeah, this is an international podcast. This is global y'all. Yeah. Like I said, maybe there's one person, but we count that one person and we appreciate that one person. If you're listening right now, matter of fact, if you are listening, I would appreciate it. If you would like reach out, send a, you know, send an email or something say, Hey, I'm in Italy and I listen to the show. I just want to, just want to know, so, well, you know, maybe the person just stumbled on <laughs> accidentally clicked play or something. I don't know, whatever, but we're looking up, Hey, we're being positive about this. Okay. Looking on the bright side, maybe they want it to listen. So, and maybe it's more than one person. Maybe it's five. But <clears throat> that being said, I know where this podcast would not be listened to. <laughs> that would be China. Pretty sure. And I'm no, what I'm about to talk about now is not going to help my chances on, you know, being in the Chinese market, which, you know, <clears throat> as much as it's uh, a communist oppressive um, government in um, in China, it is a very lucrative market. <clears throat> which has been um, highlighted, especially the past week with the NBA. So Houston Rockets general manager, Daryl Morey, did a very mundane, small little thing, uh, tweet supporting the Hong Kong protesters as far as in, in, uh, in what, they're, what they're doing to protest China. <clears throat> and that just little tweet that he did, which he deleted very quickly, um, just caused this media <laughs> uh, controversy, which has been, which the NBA has came out and has, um, you know, denounced them, said, he, you know, we, we do not feel the same way as he, you know, as he do about, about the Hong Kong protests. And, and so they have been just on a defensive where they're canceling press conferences and canceling charity events in China because right now NBA is in the preseason 
and they're over in China right now. As of this recording, I think the Lakers and the Nets are playing in Shanghai. But uh, it has caused all all the people in the NBA to basically just um, bend the knee to China, mainly because they have such a um, large stake in China. I mean, a lot of the uh, teams or uh, go out there. Like I said, the preseason, the preseason games are being played out there, and and like I've mentioned before, it's a very lucrative market. I mean, we're talking about billions of people, and China has so to- so much control over all the people and what they can see and what they can hear and and, and everything. Um, even talking about movies as well, uh, where China has really um, strong armed. Uh, the entertainment media, the entertainment in general, where uh, even talking about movies, where a lot of these movies are made to make sure they pass the Chinese censors. So they don't say anything that is uh, disparaging about China. They don't mention anything about China being a, um, a you know, a communist nation and all the, uh, human rights violations that go on in China. None of that is brought up in all these movies from all of these brave, also brave um, celebrities who love to talk about anything about Trump and the Republicans and how how they're so evil and how everything is so bad here in America. Then they're so brave and all and get so much awards for everything that they talk about, because it's so bad here and over here in, in America. I mean, and they just have sad music like that playing, talking about all the horrible things that the Trump administration does. And they, they, I mean, they just really are just so, so outspoken about everything that is done in this nation. All the, the atrocities and that has been done in the past and but um you know anything but when we start talking about china just just silence <laughs> and this goes to the same with the nva all these you know very woke outspoken um players and coaches like steve Kerr, greg popovich lebron james on and on uh, um when, you know anything when it comes to trump or anything uh about republicans or or whatever social issue they want to talk about or they just all up on this soapbox i mean just screaming to the high heavens about about trump and how horrible he is but oh when it comes to talking about china just i i really wish i had some cricket noises right now but yeah it's all crickets or then or they want to use the excuse of of ignorance like steve kerr he will say, well, I need to be more educated on this issue before I really speak on it. Yeah, you need to be more educated on other things before you start talk, talking about that, too. But you have no problems blabbing your mouth about that. So, so yeah, you could just take that somewhere else. But, um, but yeah, I, it, it's, I'm not surprised, again, because um, uh, China brings in a lot of money. And they have been for decades now, really. <laughs> Um, for for the NBA, so yeah, and I don't know what's going to happen to Daryl Morey now. Um, I mean he he basically did a little apology about the, all of that, and so he um 
Uh, I guess he's on his way to paying his penance. So who knows what he's doing now? He's probably going to totally switch and say, I love China. Like James Harden, I think <laughs> said, okay. Um, so, I mean, all that stuff that they were talking about, like I said, from Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, all that, you know, what all that crying they do about everything about Trump. Um, it kind of rings hollow, especially if they can't even talk about what goes on in China, which is a hundred times worse than any, anything that they're mentioning about Trump. As far as all the political prisoners that they have and, and like I said, all the human rights violations and all the, the, the oppressive government, like they, they want to talk about America so much and how bad it is. And yet they want, yet they don't want to say anything about China of all places. <laughs> it, it just shows how phony they are really all of them. And, but that being said, um, it, this is an issue that I have noticed that has brought some uh, some people from both sides together, where there were people on the left and the right, Republicans and Democrats, or um, or both criticizing the, the NBA and these players and coaches who are normally so outspoken, and and now all of a sudden they um, now they just want now they just want to focus on basketball. Now they do, <laughs> you know. LeBron James, he like he he got mad about Laura Ingham talking about shut up and shut up and dribble. Oh, oh, now he want to dribble. He want to dribble now. He don't want to talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay, now he want. Okay, all right, okay, I I, I see you. <laughs> but so anyway, <clears throat> talking about you know communism actually in China, um, socialism, which is basically just you know the step up, it's <laughs> just uh, the step down up to communism, which is unfortunately being accepted amongst you know um young people you know the same people who are watching the nba or, or and whatnot but um so we um in talking about socialism we get a chance to, to speak with senator cruz about um about that and some some other things as well so we'll play that all on now, see, as you can tell, I'm probably stalling, <laughs> which I am, because I, I got all wrapped up in what I was saying. I forgot what I was going to play next. So, but yeah, we're going to have our interview with Senator Cruz coming up next. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com, here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Hi, this is Trent Chat. This is Brian Blesso, and we are here again with Senator Ted Cruz. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Yourself? I'm doing well. So, first, I want to mention that with the acceptance of socialism, especially among young people, yeah. and here we're here at the Texas Young Republicans Convention. How can we, as young Republicans, you know, combat 
that growing acceptance, unfortunately. Look, the, the, the simplest answer is truth. Socialism doesn't work. You look at the facts, socialism, look at the countries across the earth that have adopted socialism, whether you have Venezuela, whether you have Cuba, whether you have Russia, whether you have China, it produces suffering and misery. If you want people to do better, look, all of us want to see people achieve their best potential. The, the most effective system in the history of the earth for lifting people out of poverty and, and into prosperity and wealth is the American free enterprise system. It's why people come from all over the world. When's the last time you saw someone try to smuggle their way into Cuba, try to smuggle their way into Russia? They don't do that. They come to America because free enterprise works, and, and, and we've got to speak the truth and explain it to, sadly, a whole lot of young people who, in their schools, they're not hearing the facts, they're not hearing the truth, and, and it's, it's our job to correct that. As far as when it comes to socialism, I know if, for me personally, we talk about the, in the podcast and how destructive it is. And knowing with the, all the Democratic candidates, and, and like I said, we as young Republicans are trying to give the message out there and trying to say that, you know, this is definitely a devastating uh, policy to go down. So I, I, I definitely agree with your sentiments. Look, if you look at what's happening in the economy right now, we had a Republican president and Republican majorities in both houses of Congress. And we came in and we cut taxes and we repealed hundreds of job-killing regulations. And what happened? The economy took off. You know, we've got right now today the lowest unemployment in 50 years. We've got the lowest African-American unemployment that's ever been recorded. We've got the lowest Hispanic unemployment ever recorded. And in the last two and a half years, six million Americans have come off of food stamps. That is what America's all about. That's what free enterprise is all about. And socialism goes exactly the opposite direction. It hurts people instead of helping people. Now, one thing I wanted to mention as far as net, um, with uh, net neutrality, I saw a post earlier saying about the Court of Appeals that they um, basically turned, uh, well, they agreed with um, overturning Obama's you know, net neutrality and all that. So for the people that maybe don't know, I guess maybe let people know about that. Look, look, the simple divide, Democrats want government control. They want government control of everything. They want government control of the economy. They want government control of your life. They want government control of your free speech, of your religion, of your right to keep and bear arms. And when it comes to the Internet, they want the federal government to regulate the Internet, regulate what you can say, regulate who can start businesses. That's what net neutrality was. It was a massive government power grab where the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, declared the Internet was a regulated public utility like a phone company. And they, they asserted they had the power to regulate all prices, all terms of service on the Internet. I think that's dangerous. The Internet is an oasis of freedom. And we don't want to have Washington regulating the Internet. Now, right at the beginning of the Trump administration, they repealed the so-called net neutrality rule. And you remember there are a bunch of activists who said, it's the end of the Internet, it's all going away. Well, Internet hadn't gone away. You just don't have government in charge of regulating your speech and my speech, and that's the way it should be. Well, I just want to say, as uh, someone that was have been a supporter and a volunteer ever since 2012 and a delegate in 2016 up in Cleveland, I appreciate you being, you know, who you are and the great state, a great senator here in Texas. I, I appreciate and thank you for standing up. Thank you for speaking out. It, it's critical and it's important. All right. Thanks so much, fine. God bless. Hey, this is Benny Johnson. You're listening to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe, the best beard in the business.
Senator Cruz for coming back on. So, and also it's funny because just playing um, uh, Benny Johnson, actually, you know, I saw him in uh, at the Texas General Republicans Convention. He was um, the MC for the for the gala um, that was uh, going on, which um, Representative Dan Crenshaw was a, a speaker. And um, yeah, so Benny Johnson was there, and I got a chance to speak with him, which was um, always good to see Benny, which is which is cool. It's um pretty sure i'm guessing the next time will probably be a cpac <laughs> so but again you know thanks to senator cruz for joining us again and yeah okay yeah you probably heard that i'm like oh, oh that was pretty short like, okay well for one the last one was shorter than that it was two minutes so look we're, again we're looking at the positives here so first time it was two minutes at the nra convention as we were walking towards the car we got like two minutes on the way so so we got that this time it was four minutes standing you know in a crowd so look if if we're gonna see it that way okay two minutes the first time all right four times now so i'm thinking next time it's gonna be eight minutes that's that's how i'm seeing it it's gonna be an eight minute interview and then from there we can just move on who knows by the time you know by the time trend chat be on um in uh five years after being on some major network or whatever like that we'll have like an hour-long sit down <laughs> but um and then we could just you know we could just go back and say look remember when i did like a two-minute interview so many years ago and you know anyway <laughs> that's how we're going to look at it and also just want to mention cultural life so col1972.com i really want to you to check them out because there are a pro-life fashion line. They, that's something you definitely don't see in the marketplace right now where all these fashion, you know, uh, whether they're outlets or, you know, whatever, all of them are basically all, are supported or supporting, you know, all these left-leaning, you know, Democrat, whatever, all these anti-life and pro-death um, organizations like Planned Parenthood. But you have a company like Cultural Life, you know, col1972.com, and check them out as far as, you know, where they have their hoods and, and hoodies, especially because it's, it's, you know, it's fall now. And so check out, they got hoodies and um, a, a, number, a number of accessories. So check them out, col1972.com. And if you put in the code TrendChat, it will. Well, Trent, I had to make sure, yeah. The code is Trent Chat. You get 10% off on your purchase. So check them out at col1972.com. Also, odgapparel.com. Great Christian Apparel. Check them out as well. Code there is Trent Chat 10. All sorts of Christian accessories, shirts, and mugs, and Trump mug. Going back with our latest podcast partner, which is Trump Mug dot com trump mug dot com put in the code trend chat there you get 10 percent off there for all sorts of trump accent well well you know, trump centric yeah <laughs> that was the word i've been trying to trying to make up trump centric <laughs> um whether it's uh you know stamps or flags or mugs obviously and other accessories check them out at trump mug.com put in the code there you get 10 percent off as well Want to make sure for all the people who are listening to this podcast for the first time to know about all our great 
podcast partners and I appreciate all of them supporting this podcast and I appreciate you listening as well. So now normally we will have a, um, I guess our normal outro. So it will be playing somebody like this in the background. You hear it kind of playing now. So you, you would normally hear that, but you know what? At the end of this one, I just want to play, um, play a song from a group that we interviewed last year and also we just wanted to um to get them you know to play the song again because we haven't played in a while i think last time we played was during um, fourth of july so we're gonna go out with um i stand for the flag by west cook band so again i appreciate everyone listening and i really um just yeah i don't know about next week but until next time we'll chat with you later A little tired, a little tore up, still hurting from the fight. And then it hit me. You ain't gotta pick a side. You can love your fellow man and still have pride. Cause we're all stitched together like the red, white, and blue. Might be a little bit different, but we're all the same too. So much more than that old piece of cloth on your grandma's porch It gave us that American dream To be anything that we want to be It don't matter where you are From a one-room church to an uptown bar Don't care if you're black or white Or who you love I stand for the flag And the flag stands for all of us Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash this is home today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 
833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.